Hey there, it's Joy Foster, founder of Tech Pixies and the host of the Sparkle and Thrive podcast. And we're doing a quite unique podcast today. It's actually in the camper van with Sophie. Howdy. <laughs> so uh, I hope you enjoy it. It's a bit of our ramblings, but there's some fantastic messages in there and you're in for a treat at the end. So make sure you stay all the way so you can hear the incredible voice that is Sophie Rose. <laughs> Hi, Joy. Hi, Sophie. Where are we? We're in the camper van. Yeah, where's the camper van? Just outside of Glastonbury. Oh, I like that you knew that. I didn't know if you were going to. I don't know where we are right now. <laughs> we we aren't 100% sure where we are, but that's part of the journey. Yeah. The messy middle. True. Yeah, right. That's making me think of Mary Morrissey now. The how, the what, the why. Mm-hmm. Mm. Why don't you sing that song for us? <laughs> well, just straight in. Straight in with a request. You did that today, actually, in Glastonbury, and it worked out really well. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I get shy about that. Being that kind of... Let's talk about being shy. Okay. Actually, because that's a great topic to talk about on podcast. All right. Because a lot of people, when they go to put themselves out there... Mm-hmm feel really shy about it and yet they have incredible talents that the world needs to see and hear and you're one of those people so you have an incredible voice you have this incredible gift and yet pre-tech pixies mm. you sometimes shied away from sharing that gift with the world so let's talk about that yeah I'd say that shyness manifested into a painful avoidance of lots of living my life <laughs> well I think when we first talked about social media you it you said it gave you a lot of anxiety absolutely yeah that was the reason why I that was the you know me setting out to find to study social media was because that was the main thing I thought if I empowered myself with more knowledge around it then I'm hopefully that would balance out the anxiety because I'd be able to look at it as from a business perspective as opposed to looking at it of, I posted a photo, I've only got and like met like counting the likes and then placing my worth in how many people saw at that time and not understanding how it works when I'm posting or you know so yeah. So how did you find Tech Pixies then? As a friend of mine, his name's Abby. She she did the boot camp. She did the superhero boot camp, and she I'd been talking to her about social media and she's. You know, she was kind of showing me little things that she'd learnt from the boot camp. And um, I was like, oh, yeah, I'd, I'd really just like someone else to do it. That was where my mindset was at first. So I just want someone else to do it for me. I don't I don't want to have to deal with social media. And then I was kind of like, I just, you know, I re and she was like, I really think you should should check out Tech Pixies. I think there's a lot that you would get from from that. And, and, and I was like, yeah, no, 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 you know, oh, whatever, yeah, yeah. She's like, I really think you should, you know, like I, this went on for probably a, a while. And then she was like, there is a, I think she even sent me like the, there's a boot camp coming up. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. I was like really pessimistic about it, you know, but I did, I, I did one on um, course. So I think that helped as well. It was like that kind of leaning in, but, you know, I, yeah. So I joined the boot camp. So that's amazing. First of all, because we've been talking a lot about bringing the boot camp back, and we, you know, for a while you you can grab the boot camp and do a self-paced version of it at techpixies.com forward slash boot camp. And actually, we've been talking about bringing it back because it's such a special thing to do. Um, what was the what was the turning point for you? I mean, I know that the boot camp was quite impactful for you because mm. I remember your first live. Mm. I feel like your first life was in a van, in the back of your van. It, that wasn't the first. That was, um, yeah, that was one of them. That was me really once I was in, in the community, in the v, the VIP group, and was, like, really leaning in then. You know, it was, it just, that, it's just how, how encouraging that community is. And feeling like when you do lean in and you do alive, and it's not even just, like, someone's like, oh, yeah, awesome it's actually like 
these you're amazing like I want to see more of you I want to hear more of you you know and I feel the same about the women in there who do lives you know and it's like a pull to each other like it's calling each other forward and calling each other out and I just yeah but the first live I did I remember was you you're in the boot camp and it you had that sort of like one minute 30 kind of like do it within like keep it you know so that you kind of had like a bit of a roundness to it and I and I was like I remember it. Oh my goodness. It's really bizarre because that wasn't really even... That was a year ago. I was... I was so shy. I, was, I remember like... I was like painfully, painfully shy and anxious. And um, yeah, I did it. And I was really conscious of how, like, how long I was taking. And I was like, okay, I think that's... I think that's probably no longer than okay, bye. You know, like ran off out of it. And probably didn't look at it. And you know... Um, and then I did a like a poem in there in oh, the boot yeah camp. you did do a poem in the, the boot can camp. i can i think because i was inspired by things that you were saying <laughs> and um yeah so i did like a little a poem in there then... yeah so for those of you listening if you've done the self-paced version we encourage you to go live on to your social media channels and test it out you know we always say you can delete it right afterwards but it's that that there's a lot of well, this is a great example. So this last weekend, before we went... So Sophie, for those of you, we sort of have skipped an intro here. But Sophie um, Rose is one of our Tech Pixies. And she's got this incredible, amazing voice. And um, really unique in our community as well, just in um, so many ways. And we've gone off to Glastonbury for one of the um, Tech Pixie team members' 40th birthday. And actually... It's quite funny because two team members have the same birthday on the same day. And we were supposed to go to Glastonbury in February to celebrate their birthdays. And then I got COVID. And so we couldn't go. So we decided to postpone it. So we ended up um, in Glastonbury during the, what is it's the May Day weekend, which mm, is... Beltane. Beltane, mm. which I'm learning a lot about some really cool stuff that, that, that goes on in Glastonbury. And we, um, so we've had an incredible time together and... Uh, but before we came out to Glastonbury, uh, I couldn't go Saturday morning because I had the football final for the girls for football. So we couldn't go in Saturday morning because I was uh, coaching the Donington Foxes Red Pandas, um, who they are the football team that I've been with for the last four years. And I was reflecting this morning on how when four years ago when I started the journey with football, I didn't really want to do it. Mm. I was sort of doing it because um, my husband really likes football and because my kids needed something active to do mm. on the weekends. And I was actually at Amy, Amy Porterfield's Entrepreneur Experience in, in California. And she asked us to, you know, to go all in on three areas of our life, like the next, you know, the next year, really. And then, of course, we all came back. I came back from that trip and we had the pandemic. So it was mm. like the next two and a half years you were stuck in your house. But it was really interesting because one of the things I said I was going to go all in on was my business, which I was already kind of already committed to, um, and my health and my, and this, and the football. So we went, I went all in on the football. And so on the Saturday morning before we left for Glastonbury, we had the league final that we were in with the girls. And, uh, it was very exciting because they, um, they won the league final. Yeah. That was really, really exciting. But it came after some painful moments. So they um, they lost in the semifinal for the Shield Cup when they scored two own goals, mm. which if you don't know what an own goal means, you basically score against yourself. So there were seven goals scored in the match, and five of them were scored by us, and two of them were own goals. So we lost the match 4-3. to three. And that was pretty devastating. And then we went to another tournament, and... We made it into the Plate Cup, which is actually higher than the Shield Cup. And then we lost in the semifinal. Mm. And yeah, that was disappointing. But I think those moments um, that were disappointing were really important for them. Because when we did finally go into the final, they really were pumped up and ready to go. And they really wanted to do it. And they were really excited about it. And they they wanted to win and they and they were and they were ready to win and they had the feeling of what it felt mm. you know they 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 showed up really excited but this is my point that's what I was going back to and I know it's a long way there 
But I said to the girls right before we played the match, I said, how are you girls feeling? And a bunch of them said nervous and a bunch of them said excited, Mm. sort of half, half. And I said, you know, girls, it's important to understand that the feeling of excitement is the exact same feeling as this anxious, nervous feeling. Mm. And I said, so if you had to pick the more empowering feeling, what would it be? Like, what's the more empowering thought connected to this feeling? And sort of teasing, the girl Mm. said, nervous. Mm -hmm. And I said, no, it's excitement. It's excitement. That's the more empowering thought here. And it's such a lesson in life, you know, doing a live video on social media. That was a long way around to this part of the story. No, I love it. But the, the doing a live on social media is very nerve wracking. The first time you do it, your heart is pounding out of your chest. It's very scary. And, um, and, and, and actually the reality is that's the same thought as excited. It's the same thought as I'm discovering something new. I'm doing something new and exciting, you know, and which thought is more empowering to you. And, you know, the thing I love, Jennifer Allwood in her book, Fear is Not the Boss of You, she said, confidence comes from doing something, you know, and realizing you didn't die. Mm. <laughs> and I always say on the boot camp, like, you're not going to die doing a live. Like, it's not, it's, you know, totally. it's not possible. So, and it's great because that I think that brings a lot of people to that point where they do a live. And so at least when we do the boot camp, uh, when we do a live boot camp where everyone's in the same group together and they're not doing it out to the wide world, they know they're in a protected space. Um, and that helps get a lot of people across the line. But live video is extremely important for social media. Um, and yeah, I'm learning that. I mean, yeah, the lives are probably my the best thing that I do now, you know, because people really really engage and it, yeah it, for me it's it's the you, I like authenticity is really important to me and it's really important to me in music and being able to show up in my authentic as my authentic self is really important to me it's, I think it's also if, you know if you have like some confidence barriers it's very easy to edit yourself on social media you don't want to get down that rabbit hole of like editing yourself too far away from your authentic self and I I definitely did that a lot in previous years so the lives are kind of a way of like breaking that open and also just breaking out of a of any kind of like why I should be doing this and I should you know when you get too into that and it's a really nice way to yeah just break out a bit shake it off you know and it yeah that freeing feeling of you know what, if I do a live and then I decide to take it down, I decide. That's not, you know, it, I can do that. And and there's a freedom in all of it when you realise that, so it's, yeah, that knowledge to social media makes you, it empowers you in a way that makes you realise that social media doesn't run you. Like, you, you run your social media. Absolutely. And, and also figuring out how you're going to use it and figuring out what your voice is going to be. And that's the thing that I tell people. Just start posting. Just start doing lives. Just start talking. You will find your voice. Mm. Um, and it's amazing to watch women. You know, it's, it's incredible to watch women on the, the boot camp. Like, take off and embrace that. And then they run with it. And some people can do that without additional coaching and support. But some people need additional coaching and support. And they want additional coaching and support. They mm. want to go all the way. Um, and so we have people who move on to our VIP group coaching program and they get that additional coaching and support. Mm. So it, it, going back to what you said before, when you were, you know, nervous and anxious about using social media, was it the technical how to click by click, step by step that taught you, uh, and helped you overcome that fear and anxiety of social media or was it something else? Yeah, it was the, I mean, the, the, the actual content of the course is, was the begin I think was beginning like that foundational knowledge for me was really helpful in being able to start to approach it as looking at metrics or looking at you know analyze being more analytical as opposed as opposed to like self-critical um but yeah I think the huge the huge 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 part for me is all the mindset work life coaching your neuro coaching I mean your mentorship you know it, it's been yeah, that's been as completely transformed. I mean, it's not even like, oh, I, you know, this is with, I mean, less, this has transformed my life. I've gotten myself out of, I've worked really, really hard over the last, you know, several years to come up through a lot of difficulties I've faced. And 
I've put in a lot of work for that, right? And then I I reached this point where I think it it just tech pixies as and I hear this so much with a lot of us and I love it because it's it's like it's just it just came up you just you just arrived at that right moment you know and that's totally what happened hundred percent and um yeah the the mindset work I was really ready for it and um that's been the golden 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 key for me to um breaking or breaking out and still you know continuing to do so breaking starting to really break out of a lot of narratives that have been holding me back and reshaping my life which in the last year you know since joining so when I joined Tech Pixies I was on universal credit I was a scholarship student I was in LA when the pandemic hit it was all a bit random <laughs> I flew back I was supposed to be going away for a year on a working holiday visa to New Zealand just kind of like you know, I'd had a lot of therapy and I'd gotten myself to a point where I wanted to just start a new chapter and um, not do it sort of, where's the furthest place I could go from England or oh, New Zealand? So that was where I was aiming. Pandemic hit, got as far as Los Angeles, ended up there for three months. That was a big, big learning curve. And then, yeah, ended up back in England. I'd already, I'd given up my flat. I'd sold my car. I didn't, I didn't have anywhere to live. I lived, moved in with a family member and um started again from there and that was I'm really grateful for that because of everything I've learned you'd also been training to do some voiceover work yeah so I started to yeah I'd been I'd sort of well I I in in Los Angeles I was that that was what my head was going okay well that's maybe what I could do but is that because, and I mean, this, this is interesting because we've never actually had this part of that conversation. Had you given up a dream? No, 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 no. Okay. LA was, LA gave me my, I, for some reason, me and LA gave me the permission that I needed to come back to England and go, okay, you, there is so much that you don't know. You got work to do. Go back, get sober, you know, get your head right. Like, you know, I came back with that kind of, want like that um ambition to want to find my ways to doing that and so but yeah I came back with that and then voiceover for me it felt like okay well this is something that I can do that is that is has some cross industry crossovers it is me using my voice in some form in order to be able to sustain myself to then and to fund my career you know fund my career and so that's what I started doing. I was doing it at home. Fund your career in music. I found my music career, yeah. 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 And so that's, that's yeah, I, st I started that and it was very, very, very slow. And it was all online. Everything was locked down. Um, and then, yeah, it was taking a very long time to, to kind of kick off. And I just, I find, yeah, I, I don't like, I like people. I don't, <laughs> I don't like working on my own, um, recording all day and you have like headphones on so you like listening to your own voice all day and you know and like having to edit it and like really go in on it a lot and and I wasn't you know it was it just wasn't a head it wasn't a space that was inspiring or um you know and it and it was just really stressful because it wasn't it wasn't helping me financially um and so I I kind of went all in with tech pixies like doing the doing the work and really focusing in and then and then I kind of went on my little tech tech pixie trip. Oh yeah, let's talk about that. So this is this is super cool. So there was, yeah, there's a point where you posted in the group and you said, so this so Sophie's a VIP. She's in our she's in our group coaching program, and the group coaching program is incredibly supported. Like the mm. students in there, there's over Incredible. 750 women in that group as of this recording, and they just are unbelievable, um, unbelievably supportive of each other just you know partners in believing all the way you know every single woman in that group believes in the power of the other women in that group it's incredible. and that is what the focus is on is you know helping people believe that they can do whatever it is that they want to do and so Sophie said to me you know I, I think I want to do this little tour to and it was because you wanted to discover your songs well you actually had written a hundred songs mm-hmm at that point, mm -hmm. and I think you've written a hundred cents, quite frankly. Yeah, I, yeah, I probably have. <laughs> so she'd written a hundred songs, and she's like, "I need to pick which songs I'm gonna put on my EP." Which an EP is your 
Yeah, so EP is is a um, extended play, so it's sh- it's longer, it's shorter than an album, longer than a single, basically an EP. Yeah, so you're five track album, right? So wanting to actually start this music career, like, well, yeah, because I I mean I'd applied for funding and I found the funding application really hard. I think for me it was just I, it's yeah I just was very sort of always felt like I was start trying to start things up or get things going and just you know. I just and it nothing ever really seemed to work and I'd just always kind of be falling I felt like I was um yeah falling down a lot but so you posted in the group so I posted in the group well because I so I was living at, uh, in Yate wasn't I and I realized that I could actually use where I was living to start to generate some form of of income so I set up an Airbnb and I just had the spare room on Airbnb for a while. And, and I thought it would be a really nice way for me to get back out. I was stuck in a hometown, a very uncomfortable comfort zone. And I thought, right, well, this is going to be a way for me to start to meet people from wherever they're coming from. <laughs> you know, and it was perfect for that. So it made me more brave again. Um, you know, and it put and I was like being the host. So I had people renting a room. And then I sort of thought, oh, I wonder what happened if I put the whole house on there. I'll just find out. And I put an ad up and within two days someone booked it for a month and <laughs> so, so what am I, and gonna I, do? I was like well, well that's amazing find out where am I gonna live but yeah and that's when I said post it in the group and just tell people like because that's the thing yeah. I in I in genuine honesty I think anyone in the group if they needed a place to go for any time period a, oh my a gosh day, a week yeah. a month I mean, even longer, the homes would be open oh, yeah. across the country oh, to you. Absolutely, yeah. Because We've got each other in that way. It's just that kind it's of a, a community. It's a sisterhood, like in that way. Yeah, it's and so you, and so you, well, and you sort of you use our place as a bit of a base. Yeah. And then you were out visiting different tech pixies. Well, because yeah, because I think bef- I think I might have started to plan it, or I'd maybe started to plan the coming and staying with you bit, and then I'd seen this ad come up for um, doing a stream for mind charity and so because mental health is very important to me and you know I've been through my own mental health journey I wanted to I thought well I, I could do a fundraiser for mind so I did a so I started plan after seeing that and my brain started going I started doing it so I did a 12 hour live stream on Facebook would you ever have done that before no <laughs> no exactly and I think you know part of me was like well it's a fundraiser, right? And because I d- did a funding application for music, which got rejected, and I was, you know, I know it. I, I'm not good at funding applications yet, up until now. But um, I, yeah. So I, I thought, well, I'm just gonna have to figure this out or figure out how to do my own fundraising. So I thought, well, if I do this for a mental health charity that I'm passionate, if I do it for a cause that, I, if it's linked to a cause, it makes sense. That's what I've learned for me. If it's linked to a greater cause. I can do it if it's like yeah so so yeah I I thought well that's perfect because actually then I can learn how to fundraise and I can do it for something that is greater than you know me (laughs) and um and that and it just it was like a a series of alignments and it and everything just sort of made started to make sense and I so I'd started planning this and then I'd put it in the tech pixies group alongside the fact that I was kind of starting to like set out into the world <laughs> like well we've nowhere to live <laughs> and um and yeah and, and it and I had Cass from um from the communities you know she called me up and I'd never we'd never spoke um on a phone call before she called me up and she she said I, I'd love to talk to you about you know um experiences that I've had with mental health people started sharing things which was so amazing and I ended up interviewing her I'd never interviewed anyone before and I just was like okay well I just you know and I turned up to hers with my like recording equipment so great that I did voiceover you know for those reasons and and I set it up and filmed it and I ended up filming and pre-recording these interviews with different people and and uh and we had this yeah this 12 hour live stream and you fundraiser and you raised I raised over, over 500, 500 yeah it was around 590 or something in the end um which yeah it was amazing and yeah that was really super motivating to be able to kind of end last year on that note and was absolutely incredible um and yeah obviously then the beginning of this year is just 
been a, been quite supercharged. So. Yeah, so you you found your voice on this trip mm. you, as you were out visiting people, staying at ours, moving around. You started to create some songs. Yeah, so I think that was the first. So the week leading up to the mind to the to the mind stream, I was I booked a little Airbnb for myself just to well probably because I didn't have anywhere to live and I needed somewhere to go, and I wanted somewhere that was yeah nice and and just so I could think about and and plan this stream. And I'd taken my guitar, of course. And um, and this one evening, I just started writing. Um, well, this song just, it just leapt out of me. It wasn't even like, right, I'm going to sit down and find a song now. It was just like, picked up the guitar. And it was, I was just so inspired by Tech Pixies. And by just, oh, yeah. all the, I just, uh, it's that's my happy place to even think about. Is the level of of support and encouragement and just genuine though like genuine love there's no ego like it's just love and it's just like a real desire for everyone to win you know and yeah and so I think that was the well that was totally the feeling that that sort of went into that song and I was like okay right well I'm just gonna go in tech pixies and do it as a little live as a little Christmas present you know it was like a week before Christmas and um so I just went in and did it and sang and did it did that song, and um, yeah, that was that was really magic. And I think, yeah, now that song is 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 being has been recorded professionally and is and is going on the EP. It's a great song. <laughs> it's a great song. Pixie's anthem. I love. I've I've had I've been I've had the privilege of getting to hear the songs uh, before they're getting released, and they are absolutely amazing. And I just you know I think. I think when you have, there's a lot of, well, there's a lot of things you need to get from A to Z, right? Mm. And I think what I've learned through the neuro coaching training and the dream builder training and the social media training that we've built over the years is that there's sort of three magical keys and that is your, you know, coaching and community and mm. curriculum and those three things are just absolutely magical when they come together in the right way and you know I always laugh that my mom when I was younger used to say you know you can't do anything on your own you always need people with you and I I sort of laugh at that now because I think well that's the way I'm designed but that's the way all humans are designed you know Mm -hmm. where it's I always talk about Desmond Tutu and Ubuntu which is people are people because of other people. Mm. And, you know, the world we live in, most of the world we live in, lives by default and not by design. The language that they use is by default and not by design. Mm-hmm. The decisions that they make are not by default and not by design. And so, you know, I think what's happened within the Texas Pixie community over the last seven years, because that's how long we've been running as of this recording, is that we have created a language within the community that is positive and supportive and encouraging and it's not to say that we don't have moments where people are struggling and need support because they do of course but we teach people to see things from a different perspective and you know that sort of concept of the content of my life is is the curriculum of my life you know that's you know and then I've got the coaching and support and the community to help me get through it and absolutely um that's that combination. So I do love, you know, that you leaned into the community to help kind of give you the the headspace you needed to then be able to pick the songs mm. that you picked because you really didn't know what songs you were going to pick. No, and I think out of the hundred that I had, I don't. Think I don't think I'd any of them. No, I think they're all. Yeah. Well, In fact, one of community. them you wrote. One of them you wrote at the studio. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, actually, yes. Yeah, I think I've I've stepped into... I'm stepping into my own life and my own power at the moment. And I think... And that's also... And I'm stepping into my own faith. And it's an accumulation. And Tech Pixies was just kind of like the... It was like I'd had all these kind of blocks of like these things that I'd kind of put together and I'd been like, right, okay, right, well, I've got them now. Or like I've got, I've built these tools, so now what? And then you kind of were like, right, well, here you go. <laughs> like here's the, here's the foundation, here's the plot. 
here's the bricks, here's the this, you build it, but here it all is, right? And I was like, awesome, well, I've got this tool bag with all this stuff, so I'll bring this, and then was able to, like, build my own, like, you know, my own house, right? And, um, metaphorically. But so actually, far. that's interesting you say that, because <laughs> one of the things that we teach, the whole curriculum is based on something that I call the Foster Foundations for Social Media Success. And I always talk about it as, you know, you can build your house on sand or you can build your house on a rock. Mm -hmm. And, you know, obviously that's a parable in the Bible too. But this concept of when you build your house on the rock, if the storm comes, the Mm -hmm. house doesn't blow away. Whereas you build your house on sand and the storm comes and the house blows away. Well, that's absolutely it. But for me, you know, that's been a long narrative for me because for me growing up, I had a, you know, I had an unstable, a very unstable childhood from the gate. And um, it meant I was a very emotionally unstable young adult. I'd been I'd only known emotional instability, so I spent. So how do you build a foundation on that? Exactly. Yeah. So I had to learn how to re, well, dig out the foundations really and start like building my own. And but and you always it is always a little bit those foundations. You know, it, I've got a, that's consistent work that I do that I do before everything else that I do you know you have to consistently keep that going it's not I don't have that like baseline level stability I built that myself and I have to maintain that but I I also think even people who've not come from a traumatic childhood or a traumatic Mm. background when they start living consciously versus living Mm. unconsciously right so you're living by like I said like by design but consciously or by default which is unconsciously Mm. You you do, it's something you work at for the rest of your life. Yeah. Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I was totally. reflecting on this today. Like I, so it's April twenty twenty two when we're recording that. Well, May twenty twenty two when we're recording this, and it was April twenty twenty that I started. I was a student of neuro coaching myself and did my first brain prime. Mm. So I have been doing brain primes now for two years, mm. and that is something you do every day. Mm. Um, and I've now been doing vision primes alongside my brain primes for about a year and, and really started to understand how to shape those and create those through the additional training and coaching I've had. But the, the, I think conscious living is something that you do consciously. Mm. And when you are doing it consciously, it requires effort. A hundred percent. Oh yeah. Yeah. Daily, daily. It's it, yeah. yeah. Or you slip back into habits and there's no, and you're accountable for it right <laughs> you know, it yeah yeah absolutely and and i think the thing is is that you can slipping back is a normal thing mm-hmm. right it's totally normal to, to you know i'm going to slip back into the default way of living and because that there's a part of you that well there's the con there's the the principle that you can't outlive your self-image right mm. so until the new self-image is solidified in your head and that's where it starts, mm. first in the mind, then in form. So until that new image is solidified in your head, it's actually very difficult, if not impossible, to live out what you want to live out. Absolutely. And yeah. so this goes back to that very first principle that we talked about in this podcast in general, which is going live on social media. It's like if you if you don't have the self-image that you're going to be okay doing a live on social media or that it's a good Mm. thing for your business or a good thing for the world, more importantly, Mm. you know, I think this podcast is a good thing for the world. Absolutely. And I'm so glad that I did it. Um, but I was really nervous to start it. And in fact, I delayed starting the podcast for, eight months nine months it's great because it's because i think that's the thing as well as the, the thing alive at a podcast those are things that will that's the thing that will help you find and develop your voice and that's the thing you're holding off from doing Absolutely. right Absolutely. so yeah. that's the thing you actually Absolutely. need to be able and, to well, that just look goes... back on and go ah right well there you go that's a perfect principle because one of the things i talk about in the vision workshop is the fact that when you have the three D's distraction, mm-hmm. dissuasion, or DEF CON, mm-hmm. you, you, that's a sign you need to move forward. Yes. So yeah. if you, you know, if you're about ready to send an invoice and, uh, and then suddenly you're like, Oh, I got to clean the kitchen or even chase an invoice, mm-hmm. you know, or, um, you know, or start a podcast and then you're like, Oh, you know, there's a million podcasts out there and no one's going to, who's going to listen to me. And, you know, so there's that's dissuasion where you talk yourself out of it, out of it. Like mm. there's there's a million good podcasts out there anyway. So why should I create a podcast? Or, 
you know, DEFCON, which is where you just literally freeze and you just can't do it. Mm. You just, you don't, you, and so interestingly enough, the training that I've had and the training that I give to students in the, in the vision workshop and also in the Tech Pixies program, because they're sort of blended, you know, sort of blended into one in, mm. in some instances, but is the two things you do is you hold steady to the vision, mm. you know, that what would I love? And the second thing is you take action. Mm. And, and interestingly enough, for a lot of people, when, when, they, when it's hard to actually take a physical step forward, that's where I say to people, if you have even the inkling of a vision, mm. uh, and, and obviously if you've done the brain priming with us, just listening to that vision or listening to your brain prime, that is an action step forward. Mm -hmm. And an interesting one of the things I've learned is that will and willpower are very different. Like mm -hmm. willpower, you're forcing yourself to do that run that you don't really want to do. Whereas will is sitting on your bed and imagining what it feels like to be on a run when the sun's coming up or when the sun's going down. Or I mean, I remember this one time I went running and it was frozen all around me and it was like running in an Iceland. It was the mm. coolest place ever. All the trees were iced over and the, you know, the, the water, there's mist coming off the water and you can go there in your head. And then the irony is once you've gone there in your head and you feel like you feel what it feels like to be on that path, you actually have the motivation to then do oh, it. Oh, well, that's, yeah, because that's the energy that powers the willpower, right? So you're building the, well, like you just said, first in mind and then inform. So you're, you're building the energy around the will before you then go out and use the willpower. Yeah. And that's, and that is, and it should be easy. It should be easy for me to shut my eyes and see myself on some of my most amazing runs or even runs I haven't been on yet that I can see in my head. And then, you know, when the opportunity arises to go for a run, I'm much more likely to naturally want to go do it. Um, totally. You know. And that's also why before you do something that you're nervous about, you should imagine it all working out. You know, if you're going into an interview, you should imagine the interview went great. You had a fantastic time. You answered all the questions. You know, you, you surprised them. You delighted them. You walk away with a great vibe. You get that feeling before you go into the interview. Mm. And then, you know, mm -hmm. you, you, then you go into the interview. Mm. Right? So you exude that, that kind of energy as opposed yeah. to, I am very nervous. Yeah. And that's what I said to the girls, you know, going back to the football match on Saturday. Mm. I said to the girls... Before we started, I got them in a circle after I explained the difference between being excited and being nervous and how they're actually the same. You just have to choose the empowering thought. I also had them shut their eyes. And I said to them, I want you to take deep breath in through the nose, out through the mouth like a straw, and back up in through mm. the nose, out through the mouth like a straw, because that changes your system. And then I said, okay, girls, I want you to imagine that you know, whatever position you play, that when the ball comes to you, you have that perfect shot. You know, it goes straight into the net or you pass to somebody or you stop mm. it, you block it, you kick it out. You know, whatever it is that you do, whatever your position is, because in football, they've all got different positions. Just want you to imagine it. And it was just amazing because they were there and they were sort of, in, you know, they were not sort of, they were fully engrossed in it. Like the other team's off doing their practice stuff and they're in a circle. These are 12-year-old girls, 11-year-old girls. Yeah. Some of them are 10 because we've got a young group of girls. 10, 11, and 12-year-old girls, just just imagining that perfect shot, that perfect pass, that perfect... And, and, I, and, and I got them into the vibration, that, it, that, that feeling of how it was going to feel. Mm. And they were so pumped up after that. Mm. And then I said, right, let's go play football. Yes. And this is like, this is the power of this. You know, you, and, and the key is that you you learn to imagine that it's just all worked out that it's all going to be great and it's all going to be yeah, absolutely fabulous even if and this is the even if it's the level of fact mm. right at the level of fact they had not played the football match yet mm. at the level of fact they had lost two semifinals in mm -hmm. the last four weeks at the level of fact they had made mistakes that lost those matches right but the truth is, and this is the real deal, and this is so much for you too, the truth is the power inside you is is greater than any situation, circumstance, or condition. Mm. And that is exactly what happened because they knew they had the power inside them. And they also knew what it was like to ha have, you know, and I just said to them, play your heart out. Mm. That was the last thing I said to them. I said, you just play your heart out today and whatever happens, 
you've given your all. That's you know? so beautiful. And yeah. it, and I think that goes, you know, that goes with life. You know, when you when you fully commit to oh, complete. But it's same with vocally. Like your voice, like my voice is. If I commit, if I'm like even when we were up on the tour today. Like, and you're like, sing, <laughs> sing, 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 sing. I'm like, okay, fine, until I break. And I can feel myself going, well, you know what you want to sing, right? And so, and then all these thoughts are like, you know, well, you're not going to hit that note, but there's a note in there that you probably don't. You haven't even warmed your voice up. Oh, blah, blah, blah. And you're we like, call those ants, automatically. Yes, right, the ants. We teach tech pixies how to squash the ants. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I'm, yes, 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 yes. And, um, so yeah, all these thoughts came up and then it was just like, oh my gosh, just be, just be, <laughs> like, just let it out, be, let it free, just let it be. And actually, you know, if you're worrying, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not telling you this because you've told me this, but if you're worrying, <laughs> just echoing you back, but, um, you know, if you're worrying about something. If you're worrying about going wrong, it, like ch- chances are, you're gonna man- manifest that, right? Like if you're one hundred percent. So if I'm worrying, like oh, I'm not gonna hit that note, I'm probably not gonna hit that note, and then I'll go, oh, see, I didn't hit that note. Yep. Confirmation bias. Yep. Oh, confirm, confirm, confirm. Oh, I can't sing. I'm a terrible. Like I tell, I. That's uh, that's how most people live life. My ants for Brit when I did when I've been doing my music brain prime the ants that came out and they it was like I found an ant hill when I wrote this one out right it was so weird it was just like do 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 there they are boom but it was like I can't sing I am not a singer I'm a terrible singer I can't even sing everyone's going along with it you know and these were all previous up until now don't listen brain but like or what would you say instead of don't listen brain? anyway but like. <laughs> You know, they were like brutal. It was literally, and I would even read them and my, the growth part of my brain was like, oh my gosh. And the part of me that understands I can sing. <laughs> like, yeah. I can sing well. And what we, what we teach in the neurocoaching side, and I think it's really important. So a situation causes thoughts and emotions. Those thoughts and emotions repeated over and over again create a belief. You make decisions out of that belief system. You either mm. take action or you don't take action. The perfect example of that is you either sing or you don't sing, right? Exactly. And that's that is that is subconsciously driven. And until you rewrite that neural pathway that says, not only can I sing, but I'm a freaking good singer. Mm. You know, and I deserve to my the world deserves to hear my voice. Um, it's very, I, very similar to my brain brunch. <laughs> yeah, the world deserves to hear my, <laughs> I can probably guess it, but yeah, you know, the world deserves to hear my voice. You know, I, this, this gift was, you know, this gift is mine to give to the world. You know, it's that when you lean into that mm. and then you own it, then mm. you, then you go to sing and that's a totally different place you come from. Oh yes. Yeah. And that's, yeah. And that happened in the studio, you know, and, and, and that goes back to you saying about how I wrote my own. I wrote a song in the studio on that day and that was I think that because of a lot of the work that I've been the mindset work that I've been doing it's create I I you know I keep saying oh, I'm breaking out of a cage and that is the that is the only way I can describe totally. it but vote but lyrically it's breaking out like this song that we wrote is a pain point from years and years ago and I'd written loads of things about that point but nothing you know, I couldn't remember anything that I'd written. Nothing nothing really stuck. Nothing was really actually me being... Like, that healing wasn't in there, you know? And in that one, it was just... It, I couldn't even tell you how we went about writing that song. It was just, I made the decision that that's what we were going to do that day. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right. And, you know, and I was like, okay. And I was like, you know what, guys? Because you're in the studio and, you, you know, you've got that time and that's it. So the decisions that you're making are like, you know, you can't dawdle and be like, well, let's try and write a song. Because if you're going to decide to write a song, that's what you're doing that day. And if it goes wrong, you've lost the day at the studio. Right? Those are ants. Right, right. It wouldn't go wrong. but And it didn't. And everything's great. So anyway, <laughs> and the EP's coming soon and I'll let you know where. But um, yeah, you know, so we did the song and um, 
yeah, I said, right, you know, I think we should move with this. I, I think we sh I'd love to write a song with you guys if, if you're up for it. And they were like, yes, absolutely. And then we just, and then this song, and then, and then, and then the next instant I'm recording the vocals for this song. Like, I can't even tell you how it, it just was right. And it, and I, but I was just leaning into being present and letting myself be myself and not, and not allowing all the negative mindsets and the Kate, like, you know, all those negative thoughts start coming into that space it was like no thank you i'm good you're like i but will that, be here and that takes time and effort and yes. energy and coaching yeah. and support coaching. and yeah. people and yeah. you know you got to do the work but it does make a huge difference to have people to do it with oh my gosh I, i'm incredibly lucky for that and and very 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 blessed and grateful for that you know and then you've been a, a big part of that and i'm very grateful um well, let's talk about let's 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 land the plane on this because I think there's we've talked about a lot, but yeah. I, I, so we we really started out talking about live video, and I I'm passionate about you know live video being an excellent exercise for women in particular to gain confidence. Absolutely. Uh, because you learn to uh, you learn you learn you learn how to bring energy. You learn how to you know how to how to how to articulate what you want to say. Uh, you find your voice in that yeah. process and. It's an amazing, it's an amazing tool uh, to be able to use and to be able to use powerfully and comfortably. Yes. Probably comfortably first, and then yeah. once you're comfortable with it, you can use it very powerfully to change lives or to, you know, to inspire people and, uh, but also to discover who you are. Like that's the other side of this: discover who you are. So uh, we were so we were in Glastonbury today, mm -hmm. and. Uh, we go into the uh, Ted the Viking. Ted the Viking. Ted the Viking. This is a shout out to you, Ted. Ted the Viking has a shop in Glastonbury, and so we go into the shop, and we were we were drawn into the shop actually because of his instruments. Yes. So he's got these beautiful instruments, and mm. uh, they're almost like a mini harp. They are like harps, aren't they? They're called a, li a lyre. I, oh, I can't remember what's called. Oh yeah. yeah. So, so Sophie's really intrigued by them, so he starts playing his. And then, uh, and then as we're leaving, now the, 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 Sophie wanted to just walk out the store <laughs> and just, you know, take the card and, you know, one day I will own one of these and play this on the stage and it's going to be amazing. And I said, she's going to play it in Glastonbury. So we had that conversation, but Sophie wanted to walk out the store mm. and I sort of looked at the guy and I said, you want to remember her? Mm. Oh, I was at the door at that point. And yeah. You were like... You remember her name. Yeah, and I said, remember her name. And then he said, <laughs> oh, you got to come back. And <laughs> yeah. Here's a guy who's had a lot of professional singers in his shop, right? Mm. Country singers and otherwise. But in his shop because the music draws them in, mm -hmm. right? So he's he's gotten to listen to a lot of people sing, mm. a lot of people play. And he said, well, you got to come back in. You got to come back in. So he made you come back in. No, didn't make you. You chose. You came back in. Mm -hmm. And then one of the guitars he had there wasn't quite right for the tuning for the your tuning. Yeah. yeah. So he said, "What am I thinking? I've got another guitar under mm, here." I'm gonna be so he about pulled that out a mahogany guitar. Mm -hmm. This fantastic. Guitar. Well, and even that one was in a different tuning, but it was a tuning that I I could work with, but not do it, sing any of my songs with. Right. Yeah. But I could create like a create a song. Yeah. Which is what you did. Right. Yeah. So she created the song on the spot. And Ted the Viking actually filmed it. Yeah. Live. Uh, yeah. On Instagram. Yeah. And he yeah. put it in front of his 10,000 plus followers. Mm. And people were liking it right then and there. He's like, you got to, like, there's 100 people liking this live video mm. while you were singing it. And she just did it. You just did it. Mm. And I, that's what I mean. Like, would you have done that pre Tech Pixies? No, and would I have done it if I walked in that um, shop on my own? You know, is people are yeah, like people are people because of other people, and it takes a village. You know, I think it's yeah. I I know I probably you know is that. But what a gift! What a gift! Mm. What a gift it was to. Well, and yeah, to, if I hadn't have done all the, those lives, then no, I, those lives have got me a, a very 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 long way leaning in and doing lives and you know and to the point where I've been doing lives on my own pages now you know and I do step away from the community in that way a bit more just to 
go okay right let me take go on to my music pages and do lives let me go on to my own and 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 do lives there and take up that space like take up space as well you know like go on do lives be you take up space and find your way with that there's no you know just give it a go <laughs> like you know have, have a go but totally yeah. worth it oh a hundred billion percent my gosh i could not have guessed or tried or you know so I'm super excited about your future. And I do ask this question occasionally when I'm doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. And I ask people to think, project 10 years into the future. 10? Yeah, 10. I want, I want to know. What's that, 2032? 2032. It's 2032. CMAs, baby. <laughs> We're going to be at... Uh, my still be there. Yes, she will. Yes, she will. She'll look exactly the same. She'll be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and... Well, yeah, you're going to be my guest, aren't you? Absolutely. And the Grammys. Yeah. <laughs> Country Music Awards. Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be, I'll, I'll yeah, I want to be living in Nashville, I think. We'll see. Or Las Vegas. I think I'm going to move around, you know. But I, I mean, just... like, CMA might be in Las Vegas in reality. <laughs> oh, yeah, that might. Well, no, that was, we're not going to go down that rabbit hole. No, we're not going to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> anyway, so, so, but yeah, so, okay, Country Music Awards, Grammys, I love it. I love it. Um, I want to be as, uh, you know, I want to be a self, I want my own business as a musician. I want a sustainable career and I want to have a audience that I have a synergetic connection, like relationship with. So 10 years from now, you have. I have that. I have. I've built that. I've created it. It's, I have an amazing team around me, like a family, you know, and I'm, I'm living my career I'm I'm doing what I love. And I'm very, 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 very happy. Any chance of an acapella to finish this off? <laughs> what would you like an acapella of? Whatever you want to do it of. Um. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going, but I know I'm going there. Because the road, it seems clearer now, and it's all pointing there. I won't get stuck on the how, the what, the why, cause I got pixies at my side. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that was fabulous. (laughs) Well, Sophie, this has been a complete pleasure to spend some time with you. To go to a very sacred place for you. Mm. That was ama- amazing to share that. Yeah, share that, with that you. was amazing to experience that. And I just have to say, you know, we are super lucky to get to get to know you at the start of this journey. Mm. You know, because I feel like it's a very exciting journey that's about to happen. And, you know, this is where it's not about the end result of the journey. Absolutely. But it's about who you become in the process. And I think, you know, we're all privileged to get to know you on that journey. Mm. Same about you, Joy. Thanks for hanging out with me. (laughs) Thanks for having me.